again to another edition of the Brad and Jordan Fantasy Podcast. Checking in right here via the Joseph Wilcox Hopes and Dreams Hotline. Former league champion, one of the longest standing members of the league, Landon Maxwell. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. So here we are. I guess I'm, I'm not. Well, I guess I should phrase that differently. You're, you know, in the playoffs right here. You're, you're in the in the safe zone. I definitely am not. And, and everything that way. So I could be better. I could be better. But but yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So but yeah, I guess what are your thoughts on the on the on the league right now? You know, we got a lot of changes going on, moving to dynasty and everything. I guess what what's your general thoughts on everything right now? Uh I've I've had a lot of fun with it. I think there's a lot of people that uh some of the decisions that they made are regretting those <laughs> decisions that they made, but that's all yeah. right. We live and we learn. Yeah. Yeah, what's been your what's been your um, thoughts on Dynasty so far, or or the, the plan so far? I guess you're you're kind of sitting pretty, so you you're kind of got the best of both worlds going right now. I mean, for me, it's been all right. Uh, for me, I don't value the draft picks probably as much as some other people have so far. So, I mean, I guess we'll see if that bites me, you know, in a couple of years or not. But I'm yeah. excited to see the long call of it. Yeah. Yeah, should be good. Interesting times. Interesting times for wide running back fantasy football for league. In fact, you know, as we're moving in right here, I'm um, looking at week 13. In fact, I'm just pulled up. I pulled up the league page on my computer, and it already has a projected playoff bracket out right now. Yeah, um, I saw that. So that should be that should be interesting. Um, <clears throat> I guess as a, as a quick recap right here. Uh, so week 12, I guess the, the real thing that we were watching this week was that uh, all the four win teams had, four, yeah, four and five win teams had to win um, in order to get in. Um, and then there were a couple teams just trying to get the seven. You know, I mapped it out a little bit in the chat, basically what it was. But uh, as it's kind of shaking out right now, there's only three games uh, that matter this week. Well, I guess we just recap really fast. So Jay would have to stop my team in a, in a historically bad game. For myself, mm-hmm. I'll save my I'll save my thoughts on that for later. Uh, and then Strom and Nathan. I mean, they're both in. Their matchup didn't really matter. Strom be Nathan. Uh, but then big one right here, Jace with Dalvin on the haters. So Jace still has a, a, a very small window to get in, but he did lose lose pretty badly right here to Alex. Um, and then you lucked up the playoff spot by beating Jason, which is an interesting one right here. You know, obviously because Jason's way up at the top of the league. Um, and then at the same time, Taylor kind of stays in contention barely. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the biggest one right here, um, other than De- or Devin just smacking Dan, was Brad went ahead and knocked Tyler out of the playoffs with with authority too. That was a pretty bad matchup. So I guess I don't know what, what are your thoughts on Tyler getting getting knocked out right here. Full circle, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. I won't lie. I I completely love their bickering. It, it is fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I was thinking about, you know, um, thinking about rivalries and everything that way. Obviously, you know, Joe and Brad was, was you know, a big one before, you know, I've talked about before and everything that way. It feels like as the league's kind of evolved, kind of gone, um, I'm not sure we've gotten rid of rivalries. I guess it's just like they're just less, less intense as they used to be, except for that one, you know, and yep. so that one. It still holds true, baby. Yeah, yeah, it, it arguably is the biggest one ever. You know, I think the only other one I would even consider is Joe versus Brad, but I don't even think that one even holds a candle of this one anymore, given the, the volatility between these two. So, so yep. yeah, 
Yeah, and just adding to it right here, Brad knocks Tyler out of the playoffs after way back in the day. Tyler laughed at the idea that Brad was even going to make it. So, you know. Yeah, because that was from your predictions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I which actually was really close. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I was like, let's see, Devin, Nathan, Brad, Jason, Strom, Alex, me, Jace. So, if Jace gets it, you nailed it. Yeah. If yeah. I'm looking at that right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Pretty, so pretty impressive. You try <laughs> your luck in Vegas. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, well you think that you think that and then you look at my fantasy team and I'm one in ten. So or uh, that's the same thing I actually hey, did, so. it's 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 you know, two years down. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And so <clears throat> you know, the other thing I did this week, I got pulled up right here. Um so it was over the over the break, so I had a little a little free time. Um and I'm happy while I do this. But uh, so I went back and I went clear back um, to the very beginning of the league. You know, so you were there because, I mean, not, uh, you and Brad are the only ones left that were actually there in 2006 when I always started. I always say 2007 because that's the year me and Tyler joined. Um, I think Taylor was in the 2006 too. So there's the, the three of you yeah. left. And so, <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I went clear back. I went, uh, it's still on Yahoo. So I went back. And uh, mapped out everybody's um, wins and losses because I was curious what the longest losing streak in league history was because I'm trending toward that very rapidly, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, so yeah, I would clear back and I was like, well, while I'm doing this, I might as well just like map it out to get like everybody's all time record. And um, interestingly enough, um, let, me go, let me go down and pull that. So, Alex, right now. You know, new guy Alex is actually the second winningest guy in wide running back finished football Premier League history behind Joseph Adams, who was an obnoxious 30 and 9 in the three seasons that he played. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then after that, it was just like everybody is like flirting with like 50% right here. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it was like it was kind of interesting to go back and, and look at all the like year over year stuff and like a lot of the people that, that we've got through. But uh, as far as the, the losses go, so Bruce, um, our homie Bruce, who's loving the, the basketball league right now, um, had a 12-in-a-row 12, 12 streak over two seasons um, back in the beginning. And then some random dude had, um, was 0-14 in 2010, and that's when, that's when I didn't play. I think he played, but that was just some random guy that Joe invited. He went 0-14, so that gives me hope. And then... Jeez. Yeah, and then I actually had um, a 13 um, loss gap, and it was it was it was over a break. Um, so it was between 2011 and 2012. I actually strung together some some pretty bad ones. If you if you recall back in the day, I've said this on the podcast before. That was when I got dumped right after the draft, and after I auto drafted for the same chick. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I did was Maurice Jones Drew was on a holdout, and so I sent him a, ho- a horrible offer trying to get rid of him. Got dumped the same day he gave him out of his holdout and just got just ranked trade wise and yeah never recovered, never recovered. So learned my lesson that way. So so yeah, I actually already hold the worst record ever besides the one random dude that nobody even knows who he is. So <laughs> so yeah, interesting stuff, interesting stuff. But uh, hold hold proud to that. Yeah yeah. So we'll see how long the streak keeps going because it's looking you know after after throwing down eighty nine point eighty four points this week. You know, that was the other thing. I looked at how bad it was this year. You actually had a 91-point week. 
um, a couple weeks back. I was uh, we're the only two that didn't break a hundred so far, but mine was definitely way worse than yours today because mine doesn't look like it's going to get any better. Yours was injury and COVID related, but and buys, yeah, mine's just bad. So we'll see, we'll see. But but anyway, that's that's that. So I can dig into that later or buy myself one upon maybe. But but yeah, interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. So let's look at week thirteen right here. Um, <laughs> I also like how Richardson's changed his name. I do want to point that out. I was just going ahead and abandoning this this year with lost season. Lost season. So yeah, in games that don't matter, me and Richens, you know, right at the top. Um, what are the ones that don't matter? Jason and, and Nathan, you know, whatever. You know, they're both in the playoffs. So they're they're just receding. Um, let's see. Let's let's just go down. And then you and Josh doesn't really matter. Um, Dan and Brad doesn't really matter. So the, the three games that matter. Um, we'll do these first three. I guess we'll start with Taylor and Devin. So I want to get this right. So Taylor has a very tall task in front of him. Um, I want to look at the standings. So basically, as it comes out, there's three teams that can still get in right here. And it's Jay, Jace, and Taylor. Right. And so the interesting thing about it is that Jace is the points leader by 22 points. And Jay is the win leader by, by a win. All right. So let's break it down. So Jay wins. He's in. Doesn't matter. Right, but if Jay loses, that opens the door for these two. So what Taylor has to do is he has to beat Devin right here and then outscore Jace by 22 points, right? And I was going to say, if there's a team that can do this beyond Dalvin Cook, I think it's Taylor's team because he's had, like, horrible luck and he has all of the Chiefs. Um, so I don't know. I guess what are your thoughts right here? Do you think Taylor has enough with the Chiefs to, one, beat Devin and, two, outscore Jace? So it's in, in this uh, I was just looking at his running back situation. Frank Gorn, McKissick. McKissick was like one of those weird running backs that pretty much they're like, whatever, we're going to put you in as wide receiver. But I yeah. I think that's stopped since that moment. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he had that 15, 14, and then it's just steadily on the decline. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it's just so hard because it's like at any moment in time, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, just his little trio right there can put up like 100 points on their own. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy, but I just I, – Tay-Tay's my boy, but I just don't see it. Yeah. I'm even, like, looking at his bench, and it doesn't help that McCaffrey's on a bye, too. He's definitely got worked over on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the process, yeah, and deals. Yeah, with trading for the future. That was just a tough loss. I mean, everybody thought it was good. his team was good out of the draft. And then – Oh, yeah. And then, you know, we all was like, you know, was, is that a bad trade for McCaffrey? You know, he gave up a lot, basically, as all of his picks for the for basically the next three years. The first two, I think it was. Uh, but then at the same time, it's like it's Christian McCaffrey. So it's like that's what you're hoping to get out of these draft picks anyway. You know, so why don't you lock up the shirt thing? But then, of course, you know, it's been a very rough year for McCaffrey and he's been out. So, so I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, there's a shock. Cause, I mean, Allen's been struggling with playing and then. Elliot has been terrible at running back these last few weeks, and his wide receivers yeah. outside of Robert Woods are pretty inconsistent. So, I mean, if Tay-Tay can catch him on a bad week, which, I mean, anybody is going to have a bad week, but, I mean, yeah. Devin's team's been consistent week in and week out, but if he can just get him to stumble a little bit, he may be able yeah. to get it. Yeah, yeah. And I was just looking, too, it looks like <clears throat> this one's going to come down to Monday night, too. It's going to come down to the very late game. Does Taylor have anybody in the last game? Because Josh Allen plays very last. So it'll be kind of interesting to see 
with the setup is. That way, yep. the stage is set for this to come right under the wire, basically. And he does. He's got Greenlaw right there. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get like a Greenlaw pick six at the end of the night just to cap things off. It's the most wide running back thing ever is that, you know, he would pick off Josh Allen and, and make the playoffs. But right, but we'll see. We'll see. So let's look at the other one right here. Um, Jace. So this is kind of interesting. Jace versus Strom. So um, Jace, you know, if you'll remember, started off the season really hot and won a whole bunch of games right at the beginning. And then mm-hmm. um, kind of has gone back and forth. Basically, if Dalvin, Hook, Dalvin Cook erupts, then he wins for the most part. Um, but, yeah, he's kind of been beat up by injuries and everything too. So, <clears throat> anyway, I guess, yeah, first things first, he has to beat Strom. So what are your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, man, it's just, it's funny, like, just seeing the, how close it comes down to Jace. Jace's team was, like, undeniably, like, the best, like you're saying, just at the beginning. But, I mean, Dalvin Cook's been banged up, and he's slowed down a lot these last couple of weeks. But let's see, let me actually, if I remember right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, still 22 two weeks ago, but eight points last week. And if it's anything like some running backs, some coaches just know how to fill the box and, and get at them, which, I mean, they were out feeling, which I would know because I have them on my team. And so they're, I know the passing threat wasn't as bad. You know, they weren't worried about it because Jefferson went off. But, yeah. I mean, you can still load the box and let one guy go off. And the, the thing that's good for him is they're playing Jacksonville, who is definitely just hoping the Jets can at least get one win so they can try to be in the running for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they may just I mean, roll over it there too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Kamara has had issues. I mean, since Taysom Hill, because he gets all the goal line touchdowns yeah. now, they just do that that quarterback power right up the middle and just let him get all of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, actually, yeah. I just saw he's got the he's got the Lockheed connection too right here. So if Wilson, yeah, you know, throws the Lockheed, he can he can cancel that out a little bit. Obviously, Metcalf is a little bit different, but. But it depends on depends on the day with Wilson versus the Giants. So, so I don't know. I mean, Jason's. I guess that's the thing. I I kind of a couple of weeks ago said his team wasn't very good. Um, so it's not that he's not good. It's just that yeah, beyond Dalvin Cook, he's just got a kind of a lot, a lot of just decent pieces. So, um, yeah. at the same time, that's what happens when you have decent pieces. Is that you know on any good day you can just blow up, which is basically the story of Jason's Jason's season. Um, yeah, and everything that way. So it should be an interesting one. You know, I'm always cheering for Strom to lose. You know, I was hoping, I was really hoping that uh, uh, Straw would fall out of the playoffs with, and I could blame Le'Veon Bell for all of my, my fantasy problems, but Straw won that same week, and, and then it's all over, and I just have to just eat another loss. So, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So, last match Actually, the match. Chase pulls this off. Yeah, I can see that one, too. In fact, as I look at the matchups, I think Chase has better matchups, so... Yeah, because um, he has Kirk Cousins against Jacksonville. And, yeah, I actually think Jace can pull this one off. Nothing against you, Strom. Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, too, yeah, Stafford's this, this kind of this big thing. But, yeah, if he does opt to, to go with Kirk Cousins instead, I didn't look at the bench very good. Um, you know, and then at the same time, I guess his thing is, yeah, if the Cowboys can figure it out, too. He's just so stacked a wide receiver. He's got C.D. Lamb down there, too. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what he does. See what he see what he picks. So, especially since, yeah, he's probably going to do something with Ebron and and Andrews. Now that I look at it, so. But we'll see. We'll also see how the coronavirus, you know, messes everything up. You know, I was talking to to Brad at um, 
talking about Josh this week, and I've been calling it fantasy survivor. You know, it started at the beginning of the year. I kind of thought it was going to be that way. You know, those first two weeks or through that two, three weeks spin, basically when the Titans were um, in flux with everything, where it was like, all right, you know, this team's not going to play this week. So now you got to shuffle everything on this last minute. You know, it kind of we've kind of gone away from that over the last couple of weeks. The NFL's kind of figured it out how to kind of do it, but. I'm not going to be surprised if we get into that, like we saw with this week with Baltimore and everything that way, where there's just like a huge shuffle um, right before the weeks before, and we don't know how it's going to, who's going to play and what, you know, so kind of makes it crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested, so. But that whole thing was crazy because they had all these other teams that were like having, you know, positive case issues and stuff like that. And yeah. they're like, nope, you have to play your game on Sunday. But then it was like Baltimore and the Steelers <laughs> were like, I mean, we'll move you to Monday and we'll see. And then it's like, oh, no, we'll move you to Tuesday. And it's like, Wednesday? Does Wednesday work for you? And it's like, <laughs> holy crap. It's like you don't do this for any other team. Yeah. But, like, yeah. they just kept pushing them back and pushing them back. It's like, good grief, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons' podcast this week, and he actually brought up how it just made no sense to him how, like, the Broncos, you know, all of a sudden they yeah, don't have any quarterbacks. Exactly. Yeah, so they're playing this wide receiver from the practice squad that wasn't even a good quarterback to college. Like it's like you have to play that guy. You can't even sign another guy. It has to be somebody from your practice squad. So like, yeah, they almost play a coach. You know, they they bring this wide receiver from the practice squad. They talked about freaking having um, Freeman play quarterback. You know, as an emergency quarterback, and then it's like, yeah, it makes no sense why that one. Couldn't get pushed, too, because, yeah, not only did they push Baltimore all the way to, to Wednesday, they were supposed to play tomorrow. So they are supposed to play on Thursday, you know, and that, that game got moved, too. So, yeah, just really inconsistent. Who knows how it's going to shake out. But, yeah. yeah, it definitely makes the playoffs look crazy. So who knows, man? Who knows? But but anyway, last one right here. But this is basically the real, the real determining matchup. So this is why this is the game of the week right here. But Jay versus Alex. Right, so basically, it all comes down to this: if Jay wins, then he's in. But that's the thing about Jay's team: is Jay's team either somehow wins or it's really bad, you know. Yep. And so I guess that's just what's, what's crazy about Jay. And yeah, he's had good weeks and everything that way. Alex's team is obviously pretty pretty consistent, as I mentioned, second all time win percentage right now in wide running backs fantasy football Premier League. Uh, so shout out to Alex. You know, we'll see how long that lasts as as the year goes on right here. But. Uh, but yeah, he's a good team. So I guess it, it all comes down to this. So what, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Man, it all comes down to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's such a garbage quarterback. It's like one week he's just like, oh man, I can see why they drafted you number one. And then it's like the next week you're like, holy crap, you. It's just the Browns curse, man. Yeah. I mean, he has very hot and cold players. I mean, even if you just go down the list, Mayfield, Sanders, Drake, and I had Gallup for a while. I mean, that that yeah. that situation just sucked. But I mean, yeah. Sanders, Green, like, I mean, at least the first three: Sanders, Drake, and Mayfield. Like, one week they'll give you a ton of points, and then the next week they're giving you like single-digit points. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like, even look at it, like all three of his wide receivers right there. Well, I guess that's the thing that's funny about Jay's team. So, like, if you look in, I guess I always look at it as like, okay, if in the draft. If if somebody in the draft would have walked out of the draft with Sanders, Drake, and Chris Carson, it would have been like, oh my gosh, what happened? Like, how did he do that? Yeah. You know, like that is a yeah. huge, huge haul. How did you get three, you know, top 10 running backs? Because they would have been top 10 running backs in the draft, right? And so it's like, yeah, so good for Jay. And then at the same time, it's like, yeah, Gallup had, you know, Gallup was promising. Sanders has always been good. You know, Agent Green's got whatever. 
But um, looking at it now, yeah, all three of them aren't playing with their, you know, regular starting quarterbacks. And so, yeah, yeah just kind of crazy. And, yeah, obviously, um, defense is – I guess that's the thing about um, Alex's team that I noticed is, yeah, he ended up getting pretty solid on defense or just he's, he's had, like, good defensive performances. I always look at his team and I'm like, how is this team so good at the same time? So, um, but, yeah, I guess that's the thing. You know, Myers is going to come on late. Diggs has obviously been really good this year. Um, because it's like, yeah, I look at I look at Sanders and Drake, and it's like, would I rather have Gio Butter Bernard or James White? No way, no way would I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and then yeah, Jordan Reed. You know, who would have thought Jordan Reed would have been good? So I don't know. Maybe Alex is just you know ruler ruler of the waiver wire apparently this year. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on his team? Um, I mean, Watson has just been on a tear lately too. I think I yeah. saw a stat his last six games. He hasn't had a single turnover, I yeah. think is what it was. Or maybe it's just interceptions. But, like, he's just playing on a different level right now. And, and for that, that's good. I mean, Bernard, I mean, for the moment being, is going to be good because Mixon's – I don't know if he's out for this season because, you know, they changed the IR rules either, you know, you yeah. three weeks or the whole season. And so yeah. I don't know the extent of the injury anymore. But, I mean, why is – I mean, New England's garbage. The fact that they've won, was it, four games this year already is a miracle in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Myers has been a, like probably like the golden spot of that entire team. But Diggs, man, him and Allen are just on a great connection right now. And he's been a I'm, – I'm like a low-key Buffalo fan. <laughs> so it's like – it's just like they've stuck forever. So it's like – yeah. It's cool to see them actually start doing good, you know. You lose four yeah. Super Bowls in a row. Like, yeah. I feel sorry for any older, like, fan that had to, like, live through that because that would be miserable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. I, I guess I think anybody from, <clears throat> from you know, Utah should probably find some appeal in the, in the Bills just because, yeah, it's, you know, Buffalo. Like, of all the NFL cities, Buffalo makes, like, the least amount of sense. Buffalo and Green Bay, you know, how do they end up with a team? And, right. Um, and yeah, and that's the thing is, yeah, like they're just kind of this forgotten team, you know, at the top of New York, and, you know, they got all the crazy fans, you know, which is like, you know, cool and whatever, but stuff. But yeah, and then it's just like, yeah, they've just kind of put together some good pieces. All of a sudden, they're good. Obviously, I like Zach Moss, you know, so I'm I've been low key following him. Um, and yeah, Josh Allen, he's like basically like the perfect, you know, narrative for it too. Just like this random dude from, I think it was South Dakota. Yeah, there's like this, like you know, Division two quarterback is he even going to be good? Um, Allen, yeah, he's, you say Allen, yeah, yeah, Wyoming. Oh yeah, Wyoming. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. So same thing, but yeah, same thing. This small guy or like small school guy. Yep. And then yeah, so and then Diggs. You know, I've always I've always liked Diggs. Obviously, I've had him on my team forever. Um, this year, I opted to stick with McLaurin um, instead of Diggs. When I had to pick between the two because he was younger. I guess I don't necessarily feel entirely bad about that. But I do miss Diggs yeah. on the team, obviously, because Diggs has been super solid this year. Uh, and, yeah, Diggs is the best thing, too, is Diggs always wanted out. Diggs always wanted more. A lot of people are like, you know, he's not really as good as Thielen, or he wouldn't be as good if they didn't have Thielen. Um, and, yeah, yeah he's, been, he's been freaking good now. So, kind of, kind of puts that to shame. But, but yeah. I mean, anyway. I, I just but. want madness. I want Jay to lose. <laughs> I want Jace to win. And I want Taylor to win. And I just want it to, like, come down to some crazy freaking number statistic. Like, that is just, like, decimal points, like, between them. Yeah. And we're yeah. just, like, watching. Hopefully it ends on Monday. There's not any weird Tuesday or Wednesday games. 
and we're just all sitting back watching it, just being like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, even just like, well, speaking of digs, yeah. So digs is going to be the, the right late game on Monday. You know, uh, oh, Tuesday. There is a Tuesday game. Is it Tuesday? The, the Cowboys, mm-hmm. am I looking at that right? Yeah. Did they move that to Tuesday? Maybe it is. Well, it says Maybe. Monday on here. I'm looking at I'm looking at Gallup Tuesday at Baltimore. Unless it's, unless it's yeah, it does say Tuesday. Oh yeah, because they had to move Baltimore back, so they allowed them to have that base differential. Ah, uh, so there you go. And then you know, at the same time, that's going to be a horrible game anyway. So so we're going to yeah. have a horrible Tuesday game that's going to determine our playoffs right here in the craziest <laughs> the craziest year ever. So does anybody else have a Tuesday game? No, Jay's got a whole bunch of Cowboys on Tuesday. So I don't know. Jay's, Jay's going to have the the come from behind chance because yeah, Alex doesn't have any. Now I want to go back and look at everybody else. Um, let's see. Does Taylor have any Tuesday guys? No, no. He has because Jay has Van Der Esch too. So I mean, yeah, that can be a decent amount of points. But... Yeah, and yeah. to Marcus Lawrence. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. So so it's looking like it's all going to come down to Jay. Oh yeah. So Devin has Zeke, Zeke Elliott on Tuesday. So we'll see how um, that works out with Taylor. So Taylor might be holding up for dear life. Uh, at that point, versus versus Zeke Elliott, and then let's see. I want to check the last one. Um, yeah. So then, yeah, and then Jay says Amari Cooper. So I don't know. Yeah, we got we got plenty of plenty to spread around right here. Um, I'm not seeing anybody on Strom's team that plays on Tuesday. So, oh yeah, Rand, Robert Gregory, Randy Gregory. I always think of his name. Yeah, Randy Gregory. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So you know, it is at least at least it's all spread out. At least everybody's gonna have a little piece of the Tuesday pie. So for now. We'll see if they add any to it. So, but I don't know what what's your what's your official prediction right here on the podcast in the name of Joseph Wilcox. How how do you think it's going to shake out? All right, since we're talking about let, let's just Joe quit being a weenie, <laughs> man up, like come back with like your Michael Jordan comeback. Even though I don't know if you ever won the league, did he actually ever win the league? Uh, Joe, yes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of so, yeah. Speaking of Joe, I will say so. Um. I did I did the playoffs too after I did this because I was like I might as well just do the playoffs, and so you remember Drew we've talked about it before in the playoffs the most obnoxious year ever, um so yeah. he was undefeated he was three and zero and it's, that's the only time well it was also funny because Drew was like, um you actually beat him so you and Joseph Adams were the only teams that beat him, um and Joseph Adams beat him in Payne Manning's bye week but you beat him without that so that was impressive um. But then the next year he was like one and twelve, so it was just like bipolar. So he was like most dominant yeah. year we've ever had. And then and yeah, I even I even mapped out like the points, and he had, I I have it all written down right here. Um, let's see, yeah, so he had almost three hundred more points than the next closest team to him, like obnoxious amount of points, just like a just insane um, amount of like scoring. And then yeah, the next year. Um, so he went from eleven and two with three hundred points ahead of the next closest team to being one and twelve and then dead last. So, you know, is what it is. But uh, but anyway, so <clears throat> beyond him, I counted um, like all playoff games. So even like even if you lose and keep playing, like all matchups in the playoffs. And Joe has the highest playoff record of all time beyond beyond Drew's crazy year, even higher than Joseph Adams. Which I thought was interesting. Me? So Joe, four, yeah, fourteen and six is Joe in the playoffs. Nobody else is is even close to him. So especially if it's that's played over ten. So 
um, the next. Let's get that Michael Jordan comeback. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to speak of the championship. So he actually won the year that Joe won. It was in 2010 when a lot of us were gone. So you were there, but yeah, a lot of us were. You and Brad were there, but that was the other year that me and Tyler and Taylor didn't play. Um, and yeah, and that was the year that he won, which is funny because yeah, you know you could say that's an Astros year. But he also lost to Brad in the first year, and then he lost to um, was it Joseph Adams? Because Joseph Adams beat me. There was another one. Anyway, Joe's made the most championships too, but he's only won one, which is the other thing that stood out to me. So yeah, you know, it's just it's just meant to be, Joe. You need to come back, but we'll see. We'll see what he does. So I did text him. I guess I guess that's the thing. I think we need to like like part of me wants BYU to you know do well this off season or into the into the bowl season. Because maybe if Joe gets a BYU high, he'll want to he'll want to re- rejoin the league and try and get Zach Wilson to to lead him to fantasy glory again. But right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I cut you off. I don't know if there's anything else you want to say to Joe too. Just come back, quipping, quipping <laughs> a diva. Yeah. He's like, oh man, I I I got it. Like, listen, everything's cool. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. Quipping a diva. Yeah. I feel like he's just playing us. I feel like he's like secretly like, guys, I can't do it. And and like knowing Joe, he would be one of those people that are like, man, I'm gonna make like this is a three year plan. I can see him like calculating it out on an Excel form, being like, okay, this is my three year plan. I'm gonna make him think this, and he's gonna have like notes on everything. Like, hey, in May of two thousand and you know twenty one, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Yeah. Come out, back, Joe. Out. It's yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, speaking of Joe, um, I did notice, so, well, I, I remember personally giving him a hard time a lot on the podcast, because, um, obviously, it's just more fun when Joe isn't very good, and, uh, but it's, like, that's, like, for everybody, I think, I think it's, like, it's, like, especially for the Nephi people, it's just unanimous, we just all want each other to suck, you know, and it's just, but it's fine, it's just commonplace, it's just part of the game, you know, like, I suck this year, it's fine, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't hear anybody crying for me, you know, that kind of thing. So, but anyway, um, you own it well, though. <laughs> You're good about it. I love for Tyler, now. but Tyler's such a sore loser. And then now we're like, <laughs> and now we're like, he's talking all this mad crap all year long, and then now like he's like Mr. Humble, like, oh, I can't believe you like act like that. It's like, shut up, dude. You were talking so much crap, and then now you like. Now you're like, oh, Brad, why are you acting child? It's like, come on. <laughs> Don't yeah. even start that with me. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, it's this good stuff. But, but yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just funny. Um, but, yeah. Back to the sucking. That's that's what I was talking about with me sucking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but with Joe, um, the last couple of years. So, I just, I was, you know. Basically, with me this year, I will say so. Like, uh, yeah, as much as I as I try to to just own it, it is it is like infuriating, you know, to just like lose <laughs> as much, and especially with like, like I look at it, you know, and like like in the beginning, you know, it was like I got hosed when I had to play like Frank Gore over Derrick Henry those first couple times. And I think what happened is you know I got hosed in the beginning and then tried to play catch up and then got and hosed myself worse, you know, which is what it is. But um, yeah. But anyway, just like the the stress of like trying to like catch up, and so as I, I was looking at Joe's um, last couple of years, and um, I can't remember what year it was exactly. Um, let me see if I have it right here. But I said in the um, 
league chat too that Joe is the only seven win team not to make the playoffs that we've ever had, um, which is crazy, you know, because we've had a lot of years. Yeah. I guess that's what's funny to me too is like when I think about it, yeah, it's like it's like as I map this out, it's like yeah, we've been playing freaking since two thousand and six. Like like that's just like crazy to me that there's like this much stuff that I can actually go back and look at, you know, which is just hilarious. Yep. Um, but yeah, Joe was the only team ever, the only seven win team ever to miss the playoffs. Um, and he did it. On, he lost. And it, it came down to points, right? Yeah, he lost it on a tiebreak. I'm trying to find where it is. Um, let's see. I'm looking at my chart right here, but I can't. But that's the other thing is they get all jumbled. Like after I pulled up, because it puts the losers bracket in there. Um, but yeah, he was the only one that that ever missed it. Um, and it was just a weird year that year. Anyway, I just remember, yeah, because it came to the points and it was just like a crazy last one. I think that was the year that Joseph Adams won too. Just like a weird one. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he's the one that comes down to like that one. And then at the same time, like, and so he quit playing last year, but the year before um, he started 0-5 and made the playoffs which was actually pretty crazy and so because i remember giving him a hard time on the playoffs he actually, yeah yeah so he was 0 and 5 and they won a week six and they lost again so he was one and six and i was like this is terrible joe you're terrible you know you really give it to him on the playoffs and he, he stayed confident you know said whatever and then won out and actually made the playoffs and i was like and it's like dang you know like good for joe like i guess you know like good for yeah. you. and anyway in 2019 he did he sucked again and didn't make the playoffs and so you know so now from my ankle losing so much it's like yeah i can i can definitely tell how joe would be stressed out by that because after you start losing at the beginning and then playing catch up that's just like a very crappy way to play fantasy and he did it two years yeah. ago yeah no wonder he wanted a little break but <laughs> but i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know joe we miss you joe we miss you joe but then at the same time we got good we got some decent guys this time you know Alex yeah. and i think are pretty good so it's tough to say so but but anyway yeah so there's that i don't know i guess what's your what's your general Feel for the league right now and everything we got going on as we're we're taking the stroll down league history lane. You know, it's been good. I was actually gonna hurry and look at. Um, oh man, I'm gonna do it for me. Yeah, four and eight. Dan and the wonderful. It was Dan, right? That traded. Yep, Brandon Cook. There he is. Sitting <laughs> at four and eight, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you know, speaking of that, Brandon Cooks, that's the other thing, yeah. Uh, you know, if we want to really dive in, that was the, speaking of Derrick Henry, I guess, that was the one that that really just rose me the wrong way. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that's who I gave up. That was the guy. That was that was the sacrifice I had to make because Derrick Henry sat out, and then Josh went ahead and immediately flipped. Because I, I did it for freaking um, two Jets guys. I don't even remember who they were. I remember it was two guys on the Jets because I knew they were going to play, and Josh had both of them on the trade block, and he immediately flipped Brandon Cooks to Danny for a first-round pick, which at the time everybody was everybody was just furious about. You know that that caused a lot of waves. You know a lot of people did not like that Danny gave that up, but then at the same time, Brandon Brandon Cooks has actually been pretty solid ever since then. You know everybody freaked out. Brandon Cooks yeah. has been going rolling a little bit. So just the craziness, man. Just the craziness. I guess that's the thing. Is like, yeah. you know, it's like, how many other leagues deal with crap like this? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. None. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I've it's never fun. been in. I've never been in a league like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but, but yeah, that's my thing. Yeah. 
All I know is I hope it's craziness. I hope it comes down to that Tuesday night and everybody's like all in it and the everybody's just watching points and hoping that they can catch it up. Yeah. I just that's what I want. I just want pure madness. Yeah. So I do want to ask you though, since uh, you know I've been I've been talking about Josh a lot on the podcast. And obviously, this is a running narrative and everything. So we talked about it a little bit with Taylor. But what what are your thoughts on on Josh's strategy and the process? I, like who knows? <laughs> like <laughs> that that's you know we may like even two years you know just like and he just has this juggernaut team and we're like man. The son of a bee, you know, like he figured out. I, I, I mean, because he was like pure tank, and then I don't know. He he has a decent team. I was actually looking at it because yeah. actually I play him this week and right now, and where he's pretty neck and neck with me. I mean, I have to make a couple of other adjustments, but yeah. But he has a team as of right now that's pretty good, and then he has who knows how many freaking picks. Yeah. Like, yeah. but that's the thing that will be interesting because, and I saw other people like, oh, I think it was Tyler actually that was saying like, oh, we need to make the bench bigger, which me personally, I don't think we do. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted all those draft picks, you needed to understand like how many bench spots you had and all those draft picks and who you were going to kick off your team. Like, you know, that yeah. should have been part of your thought process when you were doing all these trades and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in the same yeah, so so I'm definitely a naysayer on extending the the bench because because why I like I understand because we go to dynasty that means we need more bench players now like I don't I don't understand that that just kills the waiver wire in my personal opinion so yeah 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 I agree I agree almost word for word so but yeah it'll be interesting I guess that's the thing is you know with the picks and then I've I've talked about this too you know you you kind of said it too already like how good are these picks or like i guess that's the real question you know and so josh is a good example because like you look at his team and like you said so basically like um so i look at it my team sucks right so it's like okay how am i going to reload right here what, what am i going to get out of this and so i was saying uh, um i went the ir option so part of why my team sucks so bad is because the majority of my team is people who aren't playing this year um plus a bunch of like promising young guys but like josh yeah so, obviously, Lamar Jackson, he's probably something you're going to want to hold on to him for a little bit, just see if he can bounce back. But, then, you know, he's got two rookie running backs. They're both really promising, you know, Swift and um, Edwards Alaire. And then Jefferson's always really good. Samuel's really good. And Deontay Johnson's really promising. You know, he's just – and then Pittman, obviously, is pretty good. So, anyway, if he can build on those, that's that's solid. Um, yeah. And then Chin, obviously, is, like, a huge piece, too. Um, and so, anyway, so, yeah, so it's, like, with Josh, so it's, like, okay, like, like – are these first round picks that you're going to get good enough to kind of like get you over the hump and like get you back in contention, you know? And that's, that's kind of what I wonder. I guess that's what I want to ask him is like, what is his trajectory? Cause at the same time, when you, when you map it out, it's like, I don't think that there's, unless you hit it like perfect, I don't think there's enough rookies to like really pull you over. Like some of these like no. good pieces that are just like good, you know, like the top 10 guys in each position. And that's where it gets kind of tricky. Cause it's like, if that's the only way we're going to build, how do we get like, teams over these humps once they really suck you know so it's actually i'm gonna hurry and pull this up and it's, uh... yeah because i mean i look at your team too and like yeah like with aaron jones big chubb you know that's really solid you know but then at the same time it's like like i don't know is deandre swift and carl and edwards ever going to get over that like are they ever going to become that and if not like what are you going to do i guess that's that's like i'm not sure there's an answer it's just kind of the, the question so 
Well, it's like, I mean, I'm just even looking at the 2019 draft, and it's like you had Kyle Murray who went number one, which, I mean, you're probably going to have Trevor Lawrence if he comes out. He'll probably be yeah. the number one pick. Yeah. It's like you got Nick Bosa. Are you really going to spend a first-round pick on a defensive player? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at the first round, and, I mean, you got Josh Jacobs, Noah Fant. Who's the bust? Yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. Enjoy spending your first-round draft pick <laughs> on Dwayne Haskins. Have yeah. fun with that, boys. Yeah. Freaking Elder Jones. Yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't been super great either. So. No. And so it's like – like, that's my thing. It's like it's pretty much boom or bust is what – because, I mean, if you think about it, when we were doing the, the just the keeper league, a lot of these rookies, we were taking in the mid-rounds anywhere from, like – 10 to 20. Yeah. Like, I would say most of the running backs and offensive players, like, it was probably in that general area. And, but now it's like, you have to do your best, which at that point, spending like, you know, some mid round draft picks wasn't a, a bad deal. Yeah. You, you could, you could still have a very quality team with what you did in the first 10 rounds of who you kept or who able you were to get a draft on. And then you were able to, you know, take some chances on these other players. I mean, now for Josh, he has to solely hope that these guys are are just going to be studs. Because if not, his team's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the hard part about it. So I guess that's the the crazy part about it is, is that soul, soul relies on the draft, I guess, is where, where it gets crazy. So Yeah, it, but, it's going to be yeah. crazy. Who knows? Who knows? But then at the same time, you know, as I mapped this out, I just was looking at stuff. Um, it seems like, yeah, I guess that's the thing that's funny about our league of fantasy is everything just gets so wonky so often that um, it's just crazy. You know, like the year that you won, you won with a losing record, you know, yep. and, and yeah, you snuck in and you actually beat me. I was actually the, the high team that year. So yeah, you beat me in the first round and then went on to win, to win the league. You know, as the eight seed going in at six and seven. So you did, yeah, you weren't even a seven one team and you won the league. And then at the same time, yeah, Jay's year is still just blows my mind, you know. And so, um, yeah, he was a seven one team. I've talked about it before. He was actively considering, you know, losing out. And yeah, Devin had 200 more points on the year than he did. You know, that was one of the teams that beat him, um, that he beat on his way. And then Strom, um, yeah, Tyler had 400 more points than him. Um, let's see where Strom at. Where's Strom at? Because I know he beat Strom in the first round. It was like a huge thing. I can't remember where his team now. Yeah, so yeah, Strom had 300 more points on him. Devin had 200 more points on him. And then, um, yeah, there were just all these teams that just had, you know, between like 200 and 300 more points on the year, more than Jay. And he just, you know, just cruised through. Just won three straight matchups. That's all it was. He just won three straight times. And, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, his team was terrible. You know, he had Devil Cook. That was the only real thing. And, and he won. And so it's like, yeah, that's the thing I said to Josh today. I was like, I was like, it doesn't even matter. You know, I can suck again next year. You can suck again next year. We could both be really good next year. And then something wonky is going to happen and neither of us will win. And some guy that was just like locked into whatever he's doing, you know, is going to walk away the fantasy champion. So, yep. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, like I look at I look at Jason, and it's just like, yeah, Jason's team beyond Kyler Murray is not good, but Jason has eight wins, you know, and he set it pretty to go the distance. So it is what it is. It's just it's just crazy. So yeah, who knows? Who knows? But but anyway, 
So I guess we'll wrap it up there. Do you have any any parting thoughts to the league? Any parting words? No. Uh, good luck in the playoffs. I hope you guys all lose to me. No big deal. <laughs> Nothing personal. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. It, sh- it should be fun. It's always whether you know you you win or lose. It's always interesting to see like who's actually going to make it there. And then you're like, you see the person get to the final. You're like, man, I don't want that person to win. Or you're like, oh no, like I'd be cool if like that person wins. It's always funny to like see, you know. Yeah. Because, like, when yeah. Brad won it, Brad was the first two-year winner, right? Exactly. I think he's yeah. the only person that's yeah. won it twice. And so that yeah. was kind of yeah. cool to see. Somebody finally, like, you know, got yeah. there and was able to do it. So. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I always I always cheer for the – just because that's so rare, I always cheer for the, the people who haven't won. And this is going to be a good year for it because as it's shaking out right here, you and Brad are going to be the only ones, unless Jaden gets in. Potentially, you, Brett, and Jay are are the only ones that have won before. So it looks like, most likely, given the odds, we're probably going to have a new champion. Yep. But then you never know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, anyway, do you have do you have a do you have a guess on on what your your record is, more or less? What my record is? Yeah. Like all time record. Your all time record. What well, where would you pin it at? Like win wise, what would you guess? Win percentage. Oh, win wise. Win percentage. I'd say like. I remember there was one year that I really sucked because I missed the draft and it auto drafted for me. And I think I won like two games that year. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to say I have like a 40, yeah, 45. Uh, 45%. That sounds really close. Uh, Yeah. You have 44%. So that was really close. Dang. Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You are. So so you and Brad are are the longest standing members now that Joe's left. Okay, I guess this is the next thing. This is what's crazy to me. You are seventy-five and ninety-five is your your all-time total. You've played one hundred and seventy games in white running backs fantasy football Premier league. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like that's just what's, that's just what's hilarious to me. Like, this has just gone on forever. This is just it's just hilarious. So, um, I'm like a grandpa of the league at this point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just funny. So, and then Tyler. Um, I think Tyler combined with the playoffs is like the the highest one. So Tyler actually does have a pretty good record though. Tyler is ninety two and fifty. Um, but yeah, we played a lot less games. Uh, that's the thing that as that's the trend is the more games you play, the more games you lose. Basically, is the the right run about finish full win. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just interesting, just crazy, crazy stuff. So it's Tyler like, it was, has it, always had. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, it's just interesting to see, too, as we, as we kind of go through to see who's been in the league and kind of, like, who was in the league for a short period of time and who's been in long. And actually, Danny has been in the league before. This is not Danny's first year. And so um, that was the other thing that I was, it was kind of surprising to me. So he actually played in 2012. It was the year of, of me getting dumped. Um, he, was in, he was in the league that year. And then he didn't come back for whatever reason after that until, until this year. Ironically, he, he comes back in. I did so, not know that. Yeah. Yeah, so congrats to Danny. So, who is not the only person to do that? Because the other person, the other person in here that just blows my mind is Greg Richens. You know, it is just it is just so funny to me how long Greg was in the league. So, and yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, there's the drama between him and Tyler giving old handy jays under the table (laughs) on their trades. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I you yeah. know what? It's like you're like totally like you know the freaking little hamsters just going on the wheel right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, there you go. You know, Tyler always also had a, had a really good record. Is it because of Greg? Is that what happened? You know, Greg's not in the league anymore. Also, Tyler Tyler drops off. Do we do we solve a mystery? So sure, uh, there's definitely some smoke there. <laughs> sure, Tyler's pissed right now. I'm saying that out loud, but but yeah, I know, he's like, of... forget you guys. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the one year yeah. that he won was a complete asterisk. He freaking <laughs> was bending the rules and points as the freaking season went on to benefit him. Yeah, yeah. I will say that actually something that did jump out to me that year. Um, so up until 2011, which is the year that Tyler won, um, we played with six playoff teams. Um, but 2011 is also the first year we had 14 teams. Right, because if you'll remember, we slowly built. We started with eight, and then we slowly progressed. The more people we got, that we thought were good, because we always wanted to be bigger than eight. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think I think we all kind of agree that fourteen is the best number because you play everybody once, you know, and it's just kind of yeah. that's what it is. Um, anyway, two thousand eleven is the first year with fourteen people, but we still only had six playoff teams, and um, so we played everybody once with the six playoff teams, and so anyway, the championship was on week 17 in 2011 and Tyler just destroyed Joe. That was the other year that Joe won the championship or the Joe made the championship. That's what it was. And so anyway, Tyler destroyed him. But then at the same time I was like, Oh, they played in week 17. That's like, that's like the, you know, unofficial bye week of the NFL. If you're already in. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, that's just funny. That's another little thing that that year that made it kind of wonky that Tyler won on a week 17 championship. So, yeah, not not to pile on Tyler, but that's that's a lot to <laughs> a lot to overcome. Yeah. So Tyler will hold on to that title like Tom Brady holds on to his <laughs> asterisk Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's what's just crazy about it. It's just hard to get him. I guess that's what's so, that's what's funny. He got one. You know, it took it took a little a little a little shake and bake, but he got one. So <laughs> he's and, able and, yeah. to freaking hook one and call it a day. Yeah, and it was funny. That was the one year that Gregory Richards was in. That so Greg played that year and then wasn't invited back, and then he didn't come back until um, 2014. So he took two years off, or didn't get invited back for two years. But he was in the year that Tyler won, which is also funny. So yeah, there's our adding to our Greg Richards theory that Tyler's only good when Greg's in the league. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's all up and out. So and then one other funny thing that I thought. Um, so I, I we've had a lot of one and dones you know, of people who played once um, and then never came back. You know, we, we haven't had one in a while, but we, we do have a lot of those, you know. And um, on the all-time um, win percentage of these people um, who were one and done, there is only one person who played more than one year, other than Bruce, that wasn't better than all the one and duns, and it was Preston. So good on you, Preston. You were, you were the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost the all-time losing arrest person in white running back fight for the history. So I kind of miss congratulations. Him, yeah, but, uh, at least he left a mark. <laughs> he was an all-time loser. So, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's our dynasty league history. So, any other thoughts that you wanna wanna throw out there? No, I mean I feel like that was pretty good, man. Like I, it was like fun to actually relive that in there. Yeah. Yeah. See Tyler, you may have a good winning percentage, but you suck in the playoffs. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sitting there. Well, at least I make it there. I already know what he's yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's all comes down to playoffs. So, but uh, 
but yeah, it's just, I guess that's what's funny. I guess I, I got through this list and it's like, um, yeah, Josh Davis, you know, he was in here before. I guess that's, that's the thing that jumps out to me is these people that I actually, we actually know. I always forget that like Tyler Davidson was in the league for so long, you know, he was 33 mm -hmm. and 35 all the time, you know, and then yeah, Greg got a solid 50 games, 53 games in here. Um, but then at the same time, yeah, Leonard Nicole was one of the one and dones. Um, and then yeah, interesting one, Trevor Worrell, right here, 12 and 16 all time, wide running back legend, you know. So yeah, which, rest so, in peace. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's the other thing too. Is it's like yeah, we've had 37 total people play in the league. Two of them have already passed on. I guess that's what's like crazy to me that that actually yeah. is real, you know. So and then uh, yeah, Bruce, 13 and 29 all time. So but mm -hmm. which is which is you know Bruce has 13 wins. I guess it's it's pretty solid. So good on you, Brewster. So, which is one more of the portal, you know, and and one more, <laughs> yeah, one more of the portal, and one more than Drew and Payne Manning. So Bruce is Bruce is greater than Payne Manning. Yeah. So, Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's gonna go down like freaking Joe Namath. Never deserved <laughs> it, but had one shining moment. Good on you, yeah. Bruce. Yeah. So craziness, man. So, but anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm shooting for that all time. You know, 14 loss, lose record right here. I'm, I'm well on my way, regular season wise. So if I lose this week, I'm I'm at I'm at 12. And I guess that's the other thing too with my my team. I won in week one, so then it's just been all downhill ever since. So I'm about to wrap up <laughs> one and 12. If I lose my first two games next year, I'm, I'm tying for all time terrible. So but we'll see how long it goes with these graphics and everything. But but anyway, any party thoughts? I guess I reacted after that. I never really, really really let you say. So yeah, no, I think we're good, man. Well, sweet. Well, yeah, you know, best of luck to, um, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all for chaos too. So I want, I want Taylor to be the one that pulls it through right here. He's got the, he's got the longest, the longest, the longest road. And that's obviously the one that I'm going to cheer for. So it's so, yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Should be good. But, but anyway, best of luck to everybody here in this crazy week. Hopefully we get all the, all the games and we'll call it that. So we'll see ya. All right. We'll see. Ya. Oh, my, my, yeah.